Welcome to Junior L's and Now What, episode 140, epicenter number three. Of all the parts of breaking and getting rebuilt, the most important part is the Holy Ghost. The scriptures say that it is a baptism of fire. And as the poem that I've repeated now multiple times over the last handful of episodes, the Holy Ghost is what helps to reforge us. That fire is most imperative to that rebuilding process. Um, you, as you exercise and you work out, you can feel a burn in your muscles. Now, granted, that's not necessarily the Holy Ghost. That's lactic acid in your muscles that's causing that. But it is a similar sensation um, that you feel as that change is happening. If I go back to Alma the Younger and he talks about going to those three days of absolute hell while he is being broken or breaking, uh, what finally ended that cycle for him was when he remembered his father's teachings and eventually he felt that, uh, that infinite peace, that heat, that warmth, that fire that eventually was able to, to quell um, as you go throughout all the scriptures, the Old Testament, the New Testament, the Book of Mormon, even in the Doctrine and Covenants, there you find instances where um, the people are surrounded by an intense amount of spirit. And when that happens, oftentimes it's companioned with fire. They're circled about or they're completely engulfed, yet the fire doesn't burn them. And so, uh, just kind of going back to the concept again is that the Holy Ghost is is truly that imperative. And the other part of this is as we're opening ourselves up and becoming vulnerable, humbling ourselves to this being broken, and we're opening ourselves to inviting the Holy Ghost, uh, we are vulnerable at that time. And that's not the only time or even necessarily the most vulnerable time, but it is a vulnerable time. And it is very important for us that we resist uh, the, the adversary during that period. And we've already talked about during these, you know, journey of joys over the last four or five episodes about different methods that can be done to try to resist or, or push back uh, the, the adversary during this time. Um, I'm going to go through just a few more here, some of which I've already mentioned, some of which uh, I'm going to mention new. Um, one of those is obviously sincere prayer. We've heard the adage in the scriptures that says pray always, uh, which is in some senses, depending on how you define praying as an, uh, an impossibility um, because we have to do things to survive. Uh, elsewise, uh, we pass over from you know hunger and thirst and eventually die. And that's not the intent, obviously. So we need to look a little deeper. But it is important to be in a state where you are willing to pray always. I'm not sure if I've relayed this story before, but back when I was going to college to get my bachelor's degree, I used to have to travel approximately an hour from my house by road, by, you know, by car, uh, to and from. And the vehicle I was driving at the time was my wife's old, um, uh, I believe it was a Dodge Neon. And it was a fun little car, little two-door, you know, sporty little thing. And it didn't have a CD or even a tape deck. For those of you who remember what a tape deck is, uh, someday soon CDs will be, you know, gone. But it, it didn't even have a tape deck. But it did have a radio and a pretty decent sound system in it. So I would, you know, cruise through the various different radio stations to and from. It was a tough time for us. 
you know, newlyweds or, you know, newlyweds with our first kid, uh, struggling to get through school, working, you know, multiple jobs between us and trying to afford, you know, cars and payments and houses and all that kind of stuff. And so I remember finding myself in prayer a lot. And I had heard many, many years ago the statement that the moment that you feel that you shouldn't pray is the moment you should, which is kind of a strange saying, but I have uh, I have honestly been in my life in moments where I felt that now is not a time to pray. <laughs> and so uh, that was obviously the adversary, and, and those are the times I found most important to pray. And it is also important to have some degree of self-sacrifice, very similar to when we're fasting. And so I made a commitment to myself while I was going through school that if I was traveling on the road and I was listening to the radio and I was by myself and I heard one of my favorite songs come on and I have lots of songs that I love, so as as you well know, and uh, I would immediately turn off the radio and I would say a prayer. It didn't have to be a long one, but it was a trigger to me uh, to help me to remember to pray often. So I'm encouraging you to do that during this period of time. Scripture study is imperative during this time as well uh, while you're going through this because not only will it be enlightening, but it, it helps to keep you focused on what's really important. And obviously, especially in the society we live in today, entertainment is a critical part of just our everyday life. Um, those of you who aren't listening to this podcast might be some of those few who don't use some kind of electronics for entertainment, whether it's music, movies, uh, TV, or any other number of related things like that, gaming, etc. Uh, but those of you who are listening, that's a part of your life. And the nice thing about it is you also have virtually limitless access to knowledge and information and uh, entertainment of all different kinds, good, bad, indifferent. And one of the things that I have learned, and you'll find this in lots of different sources, is that music can touch the human body and mind and soul in a way that very few other things can. And so for me... Uh, back to the you know muscles and training and you know the more often you admit you're wrong the 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 better you are at it. The same is true with learning how to feel the spirit. And so the one of the I hate to say easiest triggers, but one of the, the uh, most uh, obvious triggers for me has been music for both directions because some music I listen to invites the adversary. And then some music I listen to invites the spirit, the Holy Ghost. And so I will share with you the one. And, you know, if somebody were to say, hey, what's your favorite song or what's your favorite movie or what's your favorite TV show? It's very hard for most of us to say, oh, it's this. This is my favorite song. And it's because I always feel better. I don't feel angrier. I don't feel um, like I'm going to go fight someone or win a battle, or any of those things, I feel better. I genuinely feel more peaceful, and I genuinely feel like that is a moment where I've opened myself up to let the Holy Ghost in. And it is a song that is called Aria di Mezzo Carater. I, I butchered the name horribly. It's so sad for it to be my favorite song. I don't even know the name, but it's spelled A-R-I-A space D-I space M-E-Z-Z-O space C-A-R-A-T-T-E-R-E. 
And um, this song, there's been many, many, many versions of it that have been done over the years, but it actually started with a video game, one of my favorites, Final Fantasy III in America, VI in Japan. Uh, it came out in the early 90s. And they've they've done you know many opera versions of it, uh, which actually my favorite version of it is an opera version. So to this day, I still don't really know what they're saying in the song, but it doesn't really matter to me um, because when this song comes on and I am in the position to do so, I close my eyes and I try to focus on everything else for a moment. I allow myself to be submerged into this song, the rhythm. The influence it has on me, because for me, the influence it has is it invites that peace, and that peace is what allows me to find that deeper stillness that can come from the Holy Ghost. Feel out with all of your senses and feel the change. That's one of the things that I encourage you to do as you're trying to find what your trigger is, and find out what works for you to bring yourself this spiritual center. 